Psalm 27, verse 1 onwards. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? When the wicked came against me to eat up my flesh, my enemies and foes, they stumbled and fell. That was my memory verse yesterday. I memorized this verse. Uh, this is what the Lord led me to memorize yesterday. And uh, um, very interesting, you know, when I memorized that. When the wicked came against me to eat up my flesh, my enemies and foes, what happened to them? They stumbled and fell. Why? Because the Lord is my light and my salvation. Now, when you look at what the Spirit of God is showing, highlighting here today, is when God sent darkness to the Egyptians, there was light for the children of Israel. When there's light for the children of Israel, there's darkness for those who don't belong to God. There's a difference God shows. When God becomes light and salvation to God's people, the enemies of God will experience darkness. That's why they'll stumble and fall. They plan and they prepare and they say, oh, this is what I'm going to do for God's people. But, the mission of the enemy gets aborted. It never gets to come to completion. It's not executed successfully. Why? Because our God is there in our midst. He sees the end from the beginning. Whatever the enemy meant for evil, that evil didn't happen. What happened? The enemy's mission was aborted. And what happened, because God was there, because God is our light and our salvation, He turns it for our good. God turns it for our good. So whatever the enemy tries to do, God will turn it for our good and for His glory. The Lord is my light and my salvation. If you have not memorized this scripture, memorize it. The Lord is my light and my salvation. I want to highlight or emphasize the word my. The Lord is whose light? My light. You need to be able to say that the Lord is my light. He's my light. God is my light. God himself is my light. He's not just using any light. He himself is my light. If God himself is my light... He is the one who lights me. He is the one who enlightens me. He is the one who comes in, lights my candle. He is the one who makes me shine. And so in His light, I receive life. And in His light, I receive light. And so because of that, because of being under Him, because of being in Him, because of God being my light, I have the light of Christ. What happens when God is my light, the enemy will stumble and fall. When God is your light, your enemies will stumble and fall. That's why we don't have to fear. 
The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? God himself is our light. God himself is our strength. It's not that okay, he gives some strength. How does God give us strength? Yeah, he says, right? God says in his word, he gives power to the faint. How does he give power to the faint? By God himself becoming our strength. He himself empowers us by giving himself to us. So we get empowered by God himself. I pray that the Spirit of the Lord will make the scripture a reality in your life by causing you to understand the power of God's word. He sent his word and he healed his people. The Lord was speaking to me um, a day ago or so telling me, teach my people on the scripture how God sends his word and heals his people. For he is the Lord who heals. How God sends his word and he heals his people. God himself can become your strength. God himself can become your light. God himself can become your health. God himself. If you have Jesus, you have everything. But we really need to take God for our strength. We need to take him for our light. We need to take him for our health. We need to appropriate what God is and who God is for us. For our health, for our strength, for our light. God is my light, my light. And God is my salvation. God is my strength. He is the strength of my life. And of whom shall I be afraid? Now, that's the highlight of everything. Now, when you look at verse 2, because of verse 1, we have verse 2. So in verse 2 we see, when the wicked came against me, why did they come? They wanted to destroy God's people. And they're coming with a plan. The wicked, when they come up against God's people, they don't just randomly come, they come up with a plan. And the plan was to eat up the flesh of God's people. Eat them up to destroy them. God's people. So the wicked are coming against who? God Almighty. Those who are going against God's people are going against God Almighty. Jesus asked Saul this. Saul, Saul, Saul of the New Testament. Jesus asked, right? So it's New Testament. Jesus asked Saul, Saul, Saul. Why do you persecute me? Why do you persecute me? I can you kick against the thorns. Why do you persecute me? If you are persecuting Jesus Christ, that means you are hurting yourself. You are kicking against the thorns. Why do you persecute me? Those who are going against God's people are going against God himself. What was Saul doing? He was going and persecuting the people of God. Thereby, he was persecuting Jesus Christ. 
Son of God. So the wicked, when they came to eat up my flesh, my enemies and foes, what happened to them? They stumbled and fell. Can anyone successfully overthrow God? No. Can anyone successfully bring down the throne of God? No. Has anyone ever done that? No. No one can ever do that. Why? Because He is. He is forever. The only one who is forever. Though an army may encamp against me, my heart shall not fear. Though war may rise against me, in this I will be confident. What is the Spirit of the Lord speaking over here through the psalmist? He says, Though an army would rise up against me, God's word never says, Oh well, no one will rise up against you. No. An army can rise up against you. War may break out against you. But, we have this confidence. What confidence? That God is my light. God is my salvation. God is my strength. That means, whatever anyone would try to do, what will happen? They will stumble and fall, not us. We're not going to stumble and fall. They will stumble and fall. So, what is our focus? See, whatever the enemy meant for evil, the enemy will fall into the pit. The enemy spreads out a snare for God's people. God's people are not going to fall into it. The enemy will fall into that snare, into that pit. So, what are you supposed to do? What am I supposed to do when we know, okay, this is what the enemy is trying to do. What are you supposed to do? What am I supposed to do? This is where the key scripture is. In this, I will be confident. He's going to be confident in what? God himself being my salvation. God himself being my light. God himself being my strength. So what am I going to do? Am I going to focus on the army that's against me? Am I going to focus on the enemy that's coming to eat my flesh? Am I going to focus on the war that is going to come against me or is coming against me? What am I going to focus? Verse 4. One thing I have desired of the Lord, that will I seek, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life. To behold the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in His temple. This is the prophecy that God is speaking for our church at this time. No matter what may happen, no matter what may come your way, no matter what may come my way, we have to be people who give our attention to God and God alone through all times. Whatever we may go through, our attention, our focus has to be seeking God, seeking God, seeking God, being in the presence of God. No matter what happens, war may happen, enemies may come, this may happen, that may happen, but is that going to keep me engaged with the enemy? Or is it going to be keeping me engaged with God Almighty. Very important success. Very important truth 
for the success of every individual, every believer. If you want to live an overcoming life, if you want to overcome the enemy, focus on spending time with God. Focus on focusing on God Almighty. What will happen when your attention is completely directed to God Almighty and not to the enemy? You know what will happen? God Himself will become your strength. God Himself will become your protection. God Himself will become your light. And what will happen? The enemy will stumble and fall. The enemy will stumble and fall. But if your focus is the enemy, oh, the enemy is there. Now, now I have to, you know, fight the enemy. I have to constantly, constantly your focus. We need to fight though, remember. But how do you fight is what God is teaching here, the strategy. The strategy is being with God, receiving everything from Him, being directed by Him, and then you overcome. But if your focus becomes the enemy, and the focus becomes you fighting the enemy, at that point, you have lost the battle. Your focus should be God, and your focus has to be you being with God, and God fighting the enemy through you. His strength flowing through you. His power flowing through you. His light shining through you. You know how blinding God's light is? His glory light is very powerful. If you become a transparent transmitter would emit the radiance of God Almighty. No demon can stand before you. All demons will stumble and fall. Your enemies will stumble and fall. Now, for in the time of trouble, he shall hide me in his pavilion. In the secret place of his tabernacle, he shall hide me. He shall set me high upon a rock. Why? Because I was focusing on him. During this entire time, I was focusing on him. The whole time, when the war is coming here, when the enemy is coming there, my eyes are on him. And he strengthens me. I want to bring this scripture as the Holy Spirit wants me to. Now when Daniel heard this news, Whoever is going to go and pray to his God, he's going to be thrown into the lion's den. You know what Daniel did? He came home as how he usually would come. As if he never heard that edict. He just came to his house and he opened the windows of his house towards Jerusalem. And he prayed as how he always used to pray. Do you see a difference in this man? of God, the difference between this man and any other man or woman who would hear that and say their whole folks say, Oh Lord, I don't know what to do. I'm so scared and I don't know how I'm gonna stand. Will I stand? Will I deny you? Will I be there? I don't know. Oh Lord, the whole focus will turn towards what? Towards them. Towards their survival. God is speaking to our hearts at this hour. It is important for us to be true worshippers of the Almighty God. Keep your mind on the Lord Jesus Christ. The Bible says, You will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on thee or on you because he trusts in thee or he trusts in you. Who? Who will have perfect peace? How will they have perfect peace? God himself will keep that person in a state of equilibrium. God himself will keep that person in a state of rest and peace. Why? Because this person says, I am giving my mind over to God and he has my mind in his hand. When God has his 
has his hands on our minds, our minds are in his hands, then he keeps us in perfect peace. Keeping is God's work when we entrust ourselves into his care. So, Daniel was not moved. He came home as usual and he opened his windows and he prayed as usual. Now, he would have prayed about the state of the nation. He would have prayed about the new law. But he was a worshipper of God. He was not someone who was in fear and panic and he was not offering a panicking prayer saying, Oh, I don't know what to do. I'm shaking, Lord, I don't know. And then laying down and thinking about himself and, and you know, the lions coming for him and eating him and, Oh, somehow I need to somehow die. No. He was a man of faith. He knew how to live. May God help us to know how to live and to live it. He was a man who lived by the word of God. He was a man who was led by God and not by his circumstances. He was a man who was dominated by the spirit of God and not by the spirit of fear or the spirit of his emperor or the spirit of his colleagues or whatever spirit that was roaming around there. Oh no. He was a man who was completely given over to God Almighty. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Of whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life and of whom shall I be afraid? That's why he's able to say that. Why? Because God himself is his strength. God himself is his light. God himself is everything to him. Is God your everything? Are we just saying he is my everything? Or is he really your everything? When problem comes, how do you handle it? Is your mind completely turned towards the problem? Or is a mind towards God? When all these things happen, he says, Oh, one thing have I desired, that which will I seek after, that will I seek after. To behold the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in His temple. Oh, so when I am in the presence of God, what does He do? He takes me, His presence covers me. So when trouble comes, what happens? I am covered in His presence. When the army comes, the army of the enemy comes, what's happening to me? I am covered in His presence. I'm hidden in His pavilion. And so what happens? The enemy really can't get to me. He'll try and try and try, but he can't reach. Why? Because God takes me and He puts me in His hiding place. Where is He putting in the secret place of his tabernacle, he shall hide me. Who? Who will get to be hidden in the tabernacle of God? Those who long for his dwelling place. If you long to be in the presence of God, in the house of God, then you'll be covered by the house of God. You will be covered by the presence of God. Be covered by God himself. He shall set me high upon a rock. And now my head shall be lifted up above my enemies all around me. Oh! By the way, God doesn't say here that, well, all the enemies are taken away. No, 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 no. Your enemies are right there all around you. But you know what's happening to you? You've gone up. You've gone up. God lifts you up. Not only He hides you, but He lifts you up and puts you in a place where the enemy can see. He will gnash his teeth, but he can't do anything to you. 
And God is the time when God will destroy the enemy. Not before. He causes the enemy to see your elevation. There's a prophecy. God will not destroy the enemy until he causes your enemy to see your elevation. He will take you and he place you high upon a rock. In the midst of all your enemies. Therefore, I will offer sacrifice of joy in his tabernacle. I will sing, yes, I will sing praises to God, to the Lord. I'm really amazed. Because as I was reading this psalm, so amazed because the song that God gave to us has several portions of scriptures from here. The song, I will sing praise, I will sing praise, is something that the Lord gave during our family prayer. God gave so many of the words that came from the psalm. The song was not written from the psalm. The song came from God. It has crucial principles. Heaven's principles that are in God's word. You know, something is of God when it's filled with the word of God. It's the power of God and salvation. I will sing, yes, I will sing praises to the Lord. Hear my cry. Hear, O Lord, when I cry with my voice. Have mercy also upon me and answer me. When you said, seek my face, my heart said to you, your face, Lord, I will see. There's a beautiful dialogue going on here where God says, seek my face, and my heart says, yes, Lord, I will seek your face. Those are the ones God will fight for. Those in the midst of their trouble choose not to focus on the trouble but choose to focus on God. And make God their dwelling place and God hides them. God places them high upon a rock. God causes His light to be upon them. He Himself becomes their light. God causes His face to shine upon them. God Himself becomes their strength. In the midst of the enemies, he places them up high above the enemies. Now, the Spirit of the Lord has given us this powerful psalm. We're going to stop right here as the Holy Spirit wants me to. I want you to understand when we seek God with all our hearts, when we go to Him and talk to Him and tell Him how big He is, how strong He is, how powerful He is, and worship Him and magnify Him, our problems will become small, small, very small. And our problems will dissolve in the presence of God. The Bible says, Mountains melt like wax at the presence of God. So in the presence of God, all our problems will dissolve, will be dissolved. It's so important for us to be found in the presence of God. No matter what happens, don't take your eyes off of Jesus. No matter what happens, don't run looking for shortcuts. No matter what happens, don't run to others. People who don't have the Lord. Don't run to such people. No matter what happens. Don't zoom into your problems. Focus on God. 
You focus on God and God will focus on you. He will take care of your enemies. He will take care of everything that concerns you. God will perfect everything that concerns me, says God's word. He will perfect everything that concerns us, provided we keep our eyes on God himself. We're going to close our eyes and we're going to look to the Lord at this hour.